Hi, I'm Jenny Moore, and you're listening to another classic Rewind episode of Daily Rhythms on Anchor FM. Let's begin today's episode with prayer. Father, I pray that as we open up your word today, that you would speak to us loudly and clearly uh, in terms of what your will is for our lives and what your will is, your purpose is for this episode. Uh, Speak to us, teach us, correct us, love us. In Jesus' name, amen. The title of this episode is based on Matthew chapter 6, verse 16. More on that later. Right on the heels of the discipline of prayer is the discipline of fasting. These two are often linked together in scripture. Here are some examples for us to consider. In Nehemiah chapter 4, I'm sorry, chapter 1 verse 4, after hearing the news of the ruination of God's temple, Nehemiah wept and fasted and prayed over this dire situation. In Luke chapter 2, verse 37, we are told of the prophetess Anna, who spent night and day in the temple fasting and praying. There is also an occurrence of prayer and fasting in Acts chapter 13, verse 3, when the church leaders at Antioch laid hands on Paul and Barnabas, commissioning them for their first missionary journey. And finally, In Acts chapter 14, verse 23, when Paul and Barnabas appointed church elders in Lystra, Iconium, they fasted and prayed. There are multiple examples um, in scripture, but these are just a few. All that to say that fasting and praying are intricately connected and have always played a dynamic part in the lives of God's people. So here are the four things I'd like to talk about today. A basic understanding of fasting in general, misconceptions of biblical fasting, why biblical fasting is important, and how biblical fasting works. Okay, number one, a basic understanding of fasting in general. Now we are all familiar with fasting on some level. Prior to a medical procedure or testing, we are instructed by our physician not to eat, or in other words, to fast. I'm a diabetic, and so before taking my blood sugar, I do what's called a fasting blood sugar. So that's the basic understanding of fasting that we all have. Number two, misconceptions of biblical fasting. One of the misconceptions is that fasting is optional and something that was done in Bible times, so not applicable to Christians today. And that's okay, because I thought the same thing for many years. Then someone shared with me a verse in the Bible that revolutionized my whole thinking about that. Look at Matthew chapter 6, verse 16. I told you we'd come back to that. It says, and when you fast, this is Jesus speaking, and when you fast, do not look gloomy 
like the hypocrites, for they disfigure their faces, that their fasting may be seen by others. Truly, I say to you, they have received their reward. Now, did you catch the first phrase of that verse? Jesus says, when you fast. He does not say, if you fast. He says, when you fast. That's because it was basically understood that fasting would be a regular discipline on the part of God's people throughout the centuries. It's not some ancient Jewish custom that we not pay attention to. It can still be beneficial to us today. Another misconception is also in this verse. When you fast, you don't have to have a somber look on your face. You don't have to have hair that is unkempt or unclean. You don't have to go without bathing or brushing your teeth. In other words, your fasting is between you and God, and you don't need to draw attention to it for folks to look up and take notice. Jesus says if you do that, that's the only reward you're going to get. Uh, you, you don't even need to tell people that you're fasting. Now, when I fast, I tell a few folks so they can be praying for me, and I tell my wife so that she knows not to prepare a meal for that day. For that day. The third misconception is that it always has to be a food fast. Yes, the feasts in Scripture were food fasts, but Essentially, what it boiled down to was uh, to rid themselves of self-indulgence for a time in order to focus on God. Same is true for us today. For example, once I did a media fast for an entire month. Now, I'm not telling you this to put myself on display, but just to give you an example of a different type of fast. Now, this media fast was not easy by any means, but I did feel closer to God in the process. Some people fast from caffeine or sugar. Some people fast from social media or sports. Some people fast from their kids. No, 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 just, just kidding. But here's the question you want to ask yourself before fasting. What is the thing that has me under its power, so much so that my relationship with God is suffering because of it. Whatever that is, let's dedicate some time away from that thing to give ourselves to prayer or meditating or studying the Word so that our hearts can be renewed to put us in a better place to be holy and set apart for God's use. And let me tell you this, it's not going to be easy, but it is so worth it. Number three, why biblical fasting is so important. Now, in addressing this topic, I'm going to say something that may not be popular, but that's never stopped me before, right? Here's the sad thing. We are living in a culture that does not encourage us to slow down and be still. Therefore, we need to be intentional about getting away from the hustle and bustle of everyday life. 
we need to set aside time away from food and shopping and sports and Netflix and Facebook and Twitter and all the other things that pull our attention away from time with God. Now please don't hear me saying that these things in and of themselves are evil, but when they become idols, then they become problems. God needs to be the primary focus of our lives. Unfortunately, our culture encourages just the opposite. So we have to fight against that with everything within us. That's the Holy Spirit, by the way. Here's how J.B. Phillips uh, translates Romans chapter 12, verse 2. Don't let the world squeeze you into its mold. If we don't take the time to draw near to God, we are missing out on what God has in store for us in a healthy, vibrant relationship with Him. And that's what this podcast is all about, helping you get to that place. One of my favorite psalms, Psalm chapter 46, verse 10, says this, Be still and know that I am God. Be still and know that I am God. And that's why biblical fasting is so important, so that we can take the time to know the creator of the universe. Number four, how biblical fasting works. So what does fasting look like, practically speaking? Let me give you an example from my own life. Sometimes I fast when I see that God is preparing me for another season in my life. A few years ago, the Lord was preparing me to leave one ministry and take another ministry to the next level. I spent a day fasting from food and taking that time to seek the Lord in prayer and reading scripture. My stomach was grumbling, no doubt about that, but my soul was filled and satisfied. Maybe God is preparing you for a different season in your life. Could be a season of ministry or a new marriage or a new baby. Maybe you're preparing for college or a new business venture. For some of us, we find ourselves in a pattern of sin that God wants to deal with. And we need to take some time to seek him, to repent of our sin, to mourn over our sin. The biblical word for that is lament. Hence, the book of Lamentations. And fasting is the best context to do that in. God can do some powerful ministry in that moment. What we've talked about today regarding fasting is hardly exhaustive. There are some excellent resources out there for more information. There's a great resource online by Ronnie W. Floyd called Fasting and Prayer as your spiritual worship. You can put that into your Google search. There's a book by John Piper called A Hunger for God. Or any 
good book on the spiritual disciplines will include a section on fasting, such as Spiritual Disciplines for the Christian Life by Donald Whitney, or Celebration of Disciplines by Richard J. Foster. I hope this episode has been a blessing to you as you seek the Lord through prayer and fasting. And thank you for tuning in today to learn more about the spiritual disciplines. To ensure that you never miss an episode, go to your podcast app and subscribe. Also, you can go back and listen to past episodes if you'd like. And would you do me a favor and go to uh, the App Store and rate Daily Rhythms? I would really appreciate that. And as always, to invite others into the conversation, please remember to like, follow, and share. Let's close with this. As a deer panteth for the water, so my soul longeth after you. You, O Lord, are my heart's desire, and I long to worship you. You, O Lord, are my strength and shield. To you, O Lord, does my spirit yield. You, O Lord, are my heart's desire, and I long to worship you. You, O Lord, are my strength and shield. To you, O Lord, does my spirit yield. You, O Lord, are my heart's Desire and I long to worship you. You, O Lord, are my heart's desire and I long to worship you. God's blessings, everybody. See you next time.